Chapter 1 The voice said, They told me to get in the motor. I would describe their manner as peremptory. They were hostile, you might say unpleasant. They alleged I had given rise to a whole mountain of paperwork and wasted time they might have spent on ODC, which one of them translated as ordinary decent crime and laughed unpleasantly. I told them frankly I had little or no idea what they were talking about. Felix Mawson wasn't paying attention. He was staring at a long sheet of paper, hoping to fill it with his neat handwritten words. Writing had never been the difficulty, but stories now came to him as rarely and unexpectedly as sex. The voice from his elaborate sound system was an unnoticed accompaniment, like the distant murmuring of the sea. It continued, At the station, my request for legal advice and assistance was met with laughter, and a question from the smaller one, who was dressed casual, What have you got against kids? I said I had nothing against kids, at least nothing in particular. Then I was banged up without further ceremony. Then it occurred to Felix that he was no longer listening to Mahler's Desknaben Wunderhorn. The police cell was by no means spacious, and a great deal of room in it was taken up by a man wearing a crumpled blue suit and a number of heavy rings. One of them, I noticed, was a sphinx's head, which might have come into use as a knuckle-duster. I do not exaggerate when I say that he smelt like a bar parlour on the morning after. I noticed in particular that his hands were not clean, and his fingernails were what my mother used to call in mourning for the cat's mother. By this time I was in considerable distress, and I asked if he objected to my making use of the inadequate toilet facilities provided. His words to me, spoken in a slurred voice, were, Be my guest, sunshine. Felix was not writing. A large part of his day, when he came to think of it, was spent not writing. He was looking at the objects on his desk and admiring their neatness. He couldn't start work until the metal duck, which contained his paper clips, was directly in front of the clock presented to him by the public libraries of Sussex, until the framed photograph of Chekhov was properly aligned with the glass paperweight with its view of the old cold sands, until a small plaster model of a sailor, roughly painted and constantly breaking and having to be mended with yoo-hoo, was in its place in the centre of these knick-knacks. He bit the end of his pen and looked out over the sullen gunmetal sea. He had been full of confidence when he woke up.